let me tell you what I wish I'd known when I was young and dreamed of glory. Hey guys, welcome back to Hamilton the Podcast. I'm Kalayla Rickson. I'm Brittany Nichols. And today we are talking about the last track, Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story. Um, the 23rd track in the second act of Hamilton and American Musical, or the 46th track overall, clocking in at 3 minutes and 41 seconds. This is crazy. <laughs> what? Because it's the last song? Because it's the last song and we've been doing this over a year. Yeah. Nearly weekly. Not nearly weekly. Okay, we have made, we've probably missed two months out of the year consecutively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. <laughs> this is all Kalila's hard work and money. I, I, uh, I just show up. So she it's looks, been a she lot looks of work. sad right now. <laughs> been Everyone a lot should of tweet Kalila and say thank you and that you appreciate her hard work <laughs> and her dedication. Uh, I need it. <laughs> Um, so if Kalayla cries this podcast, it's not because of the music. It's because she's thinking about all the time and effort and frustration that has gone into this. Oh. I mean, she had to deal with me for over a year, which deserves kudos. Editing was the worst. I'm proud of us, Brittany. <laughs> I'm goddamn proud of us. And I'm not afraid to say it. <sighs> Wait, what number is this? 46 podcasts. Yeah. A lot of podcasts don't make it to 46. Guys, it's been a journey. (laughs) Should we talk about how it's been a journey? Do you like when people use the term journey? I don't, but I just did. (laughs) It's not where you're going, it's the journey. That's what people say all the time. Those people are stupid. (laughs) Yeah, this is, I, this might be a podcast where I just say this is crazy a lot, so... (laughs) I apologize to everyone in advance. I didn't think, I thought I was going to be so chill about this, mm-hmm. but I feel more than I thought I would. Oh. All right. Well, should we just jump in? <sighs> you know, I guess. You know what was really sad is I feel like this song, there isn't even that much to really talk there about. There isn't. I know. <laughs> so I think if at any time you just want to say that's crazy, I think it's, it's welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate the support. Do you like this song? I do. <laughs> I do like the song. It's, I mean, it. I, it's, it's the one that, you know, you listen to it and you're like, oh, fuck. Because, mm-hmm. you know, who lives, who dies, who tells your story? Yeah. It really... I don't know if I'm going to have children, you guys. <laughs> That's what this makes me think of. Yeah, because I'm like, well, then who the fuck's going to tell my goddamn story? Um, is that because you don't know if you're going to get married? Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get married. But even if I do get married, I don't know if I'll have kids. Well, well, but won't the person that you married tell your story if they outlive you? Yeah. Okay. So you have somebody. Yeah. Or like Keely will. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Keely, I'm calling you out. (laughs) Keely and Julia, please tell my story. Julia would be so nice about it, and Keely would be... More like Morris or whatever his name was. (laughs) And it would start with, she exhausted me daily. All right. Do you like the song? Hmm. Whoa. I mean, yes, I do like the song. (laughs) Am I like particularly fond of it for its qualities? Not really. Yeah, no, I mean, I like it. It's more of a sentimental reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a, I like to like sing along and jam out to it. It's just like very touching. It's very moving. Right. I agree. So it just have... makes you think about your whole life. It, it does. It makes you think about every, every aspect of your life. It does. <sighs> and how crazy it is. And how 
whose story am I responsible for? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or what stories do you choose to tell? Yeah. And what that means. And your responsibility to the people who they're about. If you choose to tell someone else's story. Mm-hmm. And your responsibility to the people that are going to be hearing the story. Mm-hmm. And accurately portraying it. Mm-hmm. Or portraying it in the way that is best fits the story. Yeah. Well, Washington's back. <laughs> Yeah, with his little thing from History Has Its Eyes on You. From Beyond the Grave. Yep, he's coming back. Let me tell you what I wish I'd known when I was young and dreamed of glory. You have no control, which sucks. All we Mm -hmm. want in this world is control, Yep. and we're having it ripped away from us. It's particularly apt at this time, and uh, we are currently in real time. In the first week of Donald Trump's presidency. Lack of control. <laughs> when you when you hear this, who knows? Maybe the world will be in flames. Um, but right now, we're in the first week of Donald Trump's presidency. And it's awful. It is. I feel like I'm genuinely being abused. Yeah. Hold on, everyone. <sighs> anyway, Washington and company. <laughs> who lives, who dies, who tells your story. And then we have Burr introducing... He is purely a narrator here for the first part of it. Um, then you got Jefferson coming in. President Jefferson, I'll give him this. His financial system is a work of genius. I couldn't undo it if I tried. And I tried. Still being real persnickety. Yeah, he's giving, he's giving Hamilton a little nod while also an eye roll. Then again, who loves who dies to tell your story? We have Madison. President Madison. He took our country from bankruptcy to prosperity. I hate to admit it, but he doesn't get enough credit for all the credit he gave us. Um, so he's talking with the banks here, and the they were going to expire under President Madison until he figured out that he wouldn't be able to pay for the war, uh, war of 1812 without him, <laughs> at which point he was like, well, shit, I guess Hamilton was right, and then he started supporting it. But then Andrew Jackson came through and was like, fuck this, fuck these banks. And it wasn't until the early 20th century that the Federal Reserve banking system again brought a single national bank into the same like position of importance. Oh, and we should talk about Hamilton. Um, this is from the book. This is from page 427. Hamilton also had bold plans to establish a national credit and a national bank, but Jefferson strenuously opposed this and attempted to undermine his agenda, which nearly led Washington to almost dismiss him from his cabinet. Though Jefferson later left the cabinet voluntarily, Washington never forgave him and never spoke to him again. So the banks were a big deal. People had very strong opinions about how the banks worked. Yeah. We have Angelica coming in. And we have Satisfied at 1.30 and 1.34. Every other founding father's story gets told. Every other founding father gets to grow old. And when you're gone, who remembers your name? And we have Burr coming back, but who, when you're gone, who's who remembers your name? Who keeps your flame? Which is hearkening back to my shot. Plan is to fan the spark into a flame. And we have our answer. We have an answer. Who keeps that flame alive? Yeah, well, who tells your story? Who tells your story? Here come the women. I put myself back in the narrative. I stop wasting time on tears. I live another 50 years. 
Cause it's not enough. Oh, we have the women singing Eliza's name in the Scarlet Sisters tune. Mm-hmm. Eliza again. She lived until 91, 92. She lived for a long ass time. She was old as hell. She lived, and this is kind of, she lived longer as a widow than she did as a wife to Hamilton. Isn't that so sad? And longer as a widow than Hamilton's entire life. Right. Yeah. Eliza took the reins to bring Hamilton. She not only puts herself back in the narrative, but she takes control of Hamilton's narrative. And she says it's not enough. This whole time she's been saying what would be enough, what would be enough, this would be enough, that would be enough. And now she's being like, I did all this shit and it's still not enough to like give you the proper credit that you're due. Mm-hmm. His son, one of Hamilton's son, was work was working on his biography and didn't finish it until after his mother's passing. And his sister was so mad at him. <laughs> like, you should have finished that. But it was really crazy. He did like seven volumes or something. It was like yeah. so much. Like, Ronnie's book is long already. I cannot imagine what the hell those are like. Oh, yeah. That's so I interview every soldier who fought by your side. She tells a story. I try to make sense of your thousands of pages of writings. You really do write, but you're running out of time. I rely on Angelica. While she's alive, we tell your story. She is buried in Trinity Church near. Angelica, Angelica, and Eliza singing Angelica's tune. Yeah, both of them are singing it. Because they are in sync, even now, even after Hamilton's death, they're still super fucking close. Mm-hmm. Still get each other. And then she says, well, you, well, she's alive, we tell your story. Angelica died when she was like 57. Yeah. This poor woman. Eliza was really rough in it. Within three years, Eliza had to cope with four deaths. Her oldest son, Philip, her sister, Peggy, her mother, and her husband, not to mention the mental breakdown of her oldest daughter, Angelica. Yep. And then not too long after that, Angelica died. Right. So then she's buried in Trinity Church near you. And you can go, you can go there and see. Oh my God. I would for sure cry. I'm going to go one day though. Last time I went to New York, I didn't go down there. When I just looked at the pictures of the tombs, I cried. Ugh. And I was like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> when I needed her most, she was right on time. This idea of time being, I mean, we've seen it through the beginning of this musical. Also makes you think of that Ja Rule Ashanti ta- song. Ja Rule Ashanti song. Which one? I'm not always there when you come. come. When I'm always on time. When I made you up. <laughs> so baby, be mine. Great. So she does. She 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 raises the funds with Dolly Madison. She raises the funds to construct the Washington Monument. It's really crazy how long some of these people lived. Yeah, it is for like that time period. It's yeah. Nuts. Also, because like some people just would die, would just like get a cold and just fucking yeah, die. or in childbirth. It yeah. And, and but then a lot of people would live till they're like fucking eighty. Like it's I don't know. So many of them, like, that so many of the founding fathers lived to be old as fuck. 97. She lived until she was 97. I was wrong with that 91 or 92 shit. 97. That's really, that's really crazy. That's crazy. And then she says, you could have done so much more if you only had time. Time again. And when my time is up, have I done enough? Will they tell your story? Will they tell our story? Our story. Oh, can I show you what I'm proudest of? And this is the part of the song where I grow. Yes, me too. Can I show you what I'm proudest of? 
first private orphanage in New York City. The orphanage. I helped raise hundreds of children. It's still there today. It's something else today, but it, the the remnants of it are still there. I remember, I don't know if it was a tweet or an article where Lin-Manuel Miranda and I believe Philippa Sue went to that orphanage and all the kids were singing. And at this part, they sang, Eliza, you have done enough. Yeah, I cried, and when, I I cried when I read that. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, Clayla. And then I searched for like an hour and a half trying to find footage of it. So you why? So you could just be unconsoled. Like, yes, unconsoled. I like I needed it in that moment. I needed to see that happen, and I could not find anything. Probably for the best. Probably, but oh, could you imagine? Could you imagine? I, oh my god, I would have fallen apart if I saw that in person. In their eyes, I see you, Alexander. Really lose it. Really just. Waterworks. Coming back to the eyes. The eyes were the thing that brought everyone into Hamilton, especially Eliza. Also, just jumping back to that help raise hundreds of children's thing. In addition to the orphanage, she also established the first school in Washington Heights, which is where Lin-Manuel Miranda's first musical takes place. Mm -hmm. In the Heights. In the Heights. So, and there's a song when they're talking about school, when, when you're home, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. They talk about like hanging out after school. That could have been the school. Could have been the school. Could have been the school. <laughs> and when my time is up, have I done enough? Will they tell my story? Mm-hmm. Completes the shifting of that sentence. Now, do we think Eliza is the hero of this musical? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Clearly you do. <laughs> it's just the thought I had last night when I was researching. I mean, I don't know. She's the hero of Hamilton's mm-hmm. life, maybe. All right. She's important. <laughs> it's cool that the the narrative gets, you know, to be in her control at the end of it because she's been taking herself in and out of it. She's been subject to the shit that he's A doing. Lot. And now she gets to be the one who's in charge of, you know, who tells his story, who tells their story, who tells so many people's stories. She's the true historian. That's what I think is cool about it is that she becomes this, the historian of mm-hmm. the the definitive sort of person that you go to to hear about Hamilton. Yeah. Because, I mean, even in this, you know, it's not always pretty. She does have bad things to say about him and bad experiences. And through it all, like, I think that that's, like, a cool thing to be like. But after all of that, she still... I still love him. She still loves him. She still has so many great things to say about him. She still knows the importance of telling his story. Yeah, and that's something that she never wavers from. After like after his death, that's something she never wavers from. Yeah. Um, and she misses him. Like She, she says she misses him every day. And, and like that sad. she's like doing shit that she thinks that he would be proud of. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like we have this moment of her, I think, dying is what this sort of comes down to is, oh, I can't wait to see you again. It's only a matter of time. And I think that, to me, that feels like she's dying. I don't know. Maybe not. But it's, you know. No, it's, yeah, I think so. It's um, talking about all the shit that she's done in her life. Yeah, And it feels I like she's that... getting ready to, like, brag to him. Or not brag, right. like, be like, 
you know, this is what this I is did what with happened. all the time. Like, now we get to come back together and, like, now I get to fill you in on all this shit that I did. Right. And I think that every time every time the company or Eliza say, says time in the song, it's a time shift. Like, we're jumping in time yeah. to all of these things she's doing. Mm-hmm. So, naturally, by the end of the song, it would be her death. The end of her life. And, and then like, she gets, she to, gets see to see him Hamilton. again. The yeah. way that she's, like, the way that all these other people have, like come in and from come from the risen from the dead to like right. say all these things right reminder we still haven't seen the musical <laughs> <laughs> we've gone 46 episodes without seeing the musical it's still not in la so yeah but i don't even know if i'm gonna see it then you'll see it well they tell your story who lives who dies who tells your story and we have the company saying time over and over again and then we end on who lives, who dies. So naturally, I'm assuming that's probably the time we lose Eliza. Right. And then who tells your story? Yeah. And then they're answering it. Or maybe it. after. Yeah. They are telling, they're telling their story. Mm-hmm. And then it's sort of posed to the audience, which has to destroy you. I'm like, well, I don't know. What yeah. is my story? Who tells your story? I don't know. Just stand up. I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta get I out gotta of here. Go. <laughs> I gotta go. Gotta get the job done. <laughs> like that cover? <callback>? All right. <laughs> it's also kind of going back to In the Heights because in the finale of that song, Miranda's character says, Abuela, I'm sorry, but I ain't going back because I'm telling your story. Yeah. Oh, man. Give me chills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always cry during that song. She does, too. She does too. That, that she dies. Oh yes, yeah. Her, that's all. Mm-hmm. And then we're at the end. We have the military drums from Yorktown. Yep, we got the drums from Yorktown. We got some history as its eyes on you music. We already talked about satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the whole thing. <laughs> we did it. Whoa. So, are you still a burr? No, wasn't that your goal by the to end of stay this a bird? No, wasn't your goal to be I, less of a bird? I burr? think I am less of a bird. You're less of a bird. I think so. Wow. Yeah, I really do think I'm less of a bird. That's cool. Congrats. Thank you. I'm still full blown hammy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I re- I I remember you said about ninety eight percent during one podcast. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. I'm still ninety eight percent. Yeah, no, I think I'm less of a burr. I would say I'm more patient now. Mm, see? When I wouldn't necessarily say that burr's defining characteristic is patience. I don't know that wait for it necessarily implies patience. But he's patient in opportunity. I think patience is part of his... The point shit. is I'm more patient. <laughs> yes, the point is you are more patient. <laughs> well, any final thoughts, Brittany? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I yeah, do not I think that a year later I don't think that uh, any of the hype was overblown I don't think that how much I love this musical is overblown I think it's still incredible and my favorite musical and it's still incredibly touching even now listening to it and I can't wait to see it I agree with all of that I can't wait to see it it's, it's a historic musical in every sense yeah, still love it as much today as I did the first time I listened to it at work and cried <laughs> on NPR's first listen. I, I just think my appreciation of the nuance that went into it 
has grown exponentially just because without this podcast, I, I don't think I would have ever investigated the songs mm-hmm. the way that we have. Yeah. So it's been cool to to make those connections and draw those parallels and and see what he did take from the book, like exactly what he took from the book and, and, and the things that he's taken liberty with and the things that he's kind of had to change to make it an amazing musical. So I think my my appreciation for the nuance and the and the skill that required that is required and was required to to create this piece of like fucking awesome art Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think there's still stuff even though we did go in depth there's still things that we missed we're we're still going to be discovering yeah and i'm sure listen to it still yeah and i'm sure you know i'm sure seeing it is going to bring a whole other crazy ass layer because i can only imagine how you know how it was staged in the and the small things that go into the staging of something, mm-hmm. the staging of anything, whether it's a film or like a musical like this, so much goes into that. So I can only imagine. I mean, just from that clip we saw on the special where he's flirting with Angelica as mm-hmm. Eliza is singing Helpless mm-hmm. adds a whole other layer. <laughs> so I can only imagine, you know, what what else we'll discover when we see it. Yeah, and I mean, now I'm going to, you know, investigate all the things that I've sort of not investigated because I was trying to keep my palette clean for the podcast. So, like, we both have the Hamilton. I'm sure we're both going to Oh, yeah, that we didn't read. I haven't even listened to Hamilton, the mixtape. So I'm going to listen to that. Uh I'm going to listen to all the songs that got cut or read the lyrics for all of them. And, you know, just get to fill out. yeah. The rest of uh, the knowledge and check out check out the extras. The work continues. The bonus footage. All right, guys. Well, that concludes Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story. The 23rd track in the second act of Hamilton, an American musical, or the 46th track overall. Clocking in at 3 minutes and 41 seconds. That is the last song. In the musical. So, Kalayla, how are they gonna um? How are they gonna keep up with you if they want to? What are you? What are you gonna be up to? What are you gonna be doing with all your free time now? <sighs> Probably writing in a dark hole. Maybe I'll do another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll be around. You'll you know. Be around. Yeah. Cool. I'll be I'll be popping up. I'll be <clears throat> popping up here and there. Got some things in the works, you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so stay tuned. Oh, I guess I should say, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram and all those places. You'll probably catch me on some billboard, not like my face, but I write (laughs) taglines for movie posters. So the space between us comes out soon, which I titled that film, which is fun. But yeah, if you want to know which ones I did, I'll probably post it on Instagram. Yeah. You can also uh, see what this nonprofit I'm a part of is up to. We're called Sister Support right now. We are fundraising and we're doing a bunch of events. So check that out. You can find us at sistersupport.org. How about you, Brittany? Well, I have another podcast. (laughs) Um, So you all can go listen to that if you want to hear me talk about something completely different. It's called Brand New Podcast. It's on SoundCloud and iTunes. What else? Oh, you can go see my movie, Suicide Kale. 
it'll be out on VOD in March, probably. Ooh. So please download it or stream it or do whatever you're going to be able to do. It's called Suicide Kale. You can find that information out at suicidekale.com. You can sign up for the newsletter. Or you can follow me on Twitter where I talk about all of these things uh, as they happen in real time. Um, and I'm going to be writing for Take My Wife Season 2. So when that comes out, it's on CISO. You'll be able to watch that at some point. So Awesome. Oh, I'm at Hilarious on Twitter and Instagram. And I am Kalayla Rickson. So, yeah, I hope you guys follow along with us. Please feel free to continue to share the podcast with people that have not heard of it yet. Uh, and they can start from the beginning and they can find all the episodes on iTunes. Uh, Hamilton, the podcast with Brittany Nichols and Kalayla Rickson. You can find us on SoundCloud.com slash Hamilton, the podcast. Um, I'm guessing Kalayla will continue to check the email as people continue to discover the podcast. Uh, and that email address is hamiltonthepodcast at gmail.com. Please send us stuff. We love hearing from you guys. And thanks for listening to all of our episodes. Yeah. Six of them. That's, that's a lot. It's been nice to, you know, be in your cars or earbuds or wherever you have us for the past 46 episodes. Thank you. Yeah, and the, I mean, the Twitter account will still be there at Hamilton the Pod. If you guys ever want to shoot a line, if you stuck with us the whole way through, you can hit us up there and let us know that you made it. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, I guess we're signing out. <laughs> I guess maybe we'll be back when um when we see it, I guess. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Might take a while, but that would be fun. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Well, signing out. A dot have Less of an A dot per. Bye. Oh, I can't wait to see you again. It's only a matter of Who tells your story?